So we got through like the big news stories from this week, but this one, <clears throat> there's this other one that sort of passed under the radar that I wanted yeah. to talk about. Like I first saw this, it was on, uh, I think I was following Kiese Lehman who wrote uh, Heavy, who's like a good author. And he like retweeted somebody who like is running a audio fiction company who was like apologizing for letting like a white man read this uh, black woman's uh, critique of or, or essay about um, her essay about Outcast, <laughs> and I was just thinking like, oh, that's ridiculous! Like that's be that's taking it too far. She's being a little silly. Like you can't you can't have a yeah. right guy, white guy read like a black person's essay. <laughs> and then <laughs> no, and then I scrolled no. down and I scrolled down to hear like someone had taken a clip. <laughs> Of what, it, of what it actually sounded like and i was like oh okay well maybe they might, maybe they might have a point here and I got do a clip it do you have yeah oh please fireside magazine presents the art of speculating by regina n bradley edited by maurice broadus narrated by kevin Rainier, published in the autumn 2020 issue of fireside quarterly I'm a southern black woman who stands in the long shadow of the civil rights movement. Southern hip-hop helped me navigate the contemporary black south. Oh my god! Dude. Wow. He started... Get the fuck out of here! He somehow started with like a Jamaican accent while he's doing the, the credits. Why did he start Jamaican? <laughs> why? Why? Why did he start Jamaican? I don't know. And why did why did he do that? And how stoked do you think he was when he got that job? And he's like, "Oh shit, yeah." Oh, finally, I get to try this out, and no one will yeah. see my face, so no one will know I'm doing. A black voice, they'll think, <laughs> you know, if I, like, to him, he's like, if I pull this off, no one will know the difference. It, that's just, that's so amazing. Oh, bro. But is there more? Is there more? Southern hip hop helped me navigate the contemporary black South. When I gathered with friends, Southern hip hop was the soundtrack. When I grieved my father, Southern hip hop was my comfort. <laughs> And years after my initial transplanting into Albany, Georgia, it dawned on me that Southern hip-hop was the blueprint for understanding black southerness in the post-civil rights era. Okay. He's just I doing, mean, even dude, if he wasn't doing like a black set, it would still be bad because he's going so hard on everything. Yeah. And it's also like a, it's an essay, but he's reading it like it's slam poetry too. Yeah, yeah. right. Because like he's like, that's how that's how black people speak, right? <laughs> they speak in rhythm. Like this guy is, holy shit! It was like someone like black music was my entity. <laughs> it's like when my father passed, I was. It's seventeen. It's like someone on Kamala Twitter like finally had a chance to uh, fully yes to fully go in and just like embody. Uh, they had they had like the perfect excuse to be a yeah. black woman for a day. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely that person. Is, their alt account is the K Hive. It's just like half of the K Hive accounts. Just like <laughs> holy fuck. Hold on, there's dude. more. Comprised of members of Antoine Big Boy Patton. And Andre 3000 Benjamin entered hip-hop in the early 1990s, 
a time where hip-hop was fixated on the growing tension between Northeastern and Western Coast rap artists. What the fuck? He just what is happening? This, is, this just, isn't real. He just slipped into Mid-Atlantic in there.